Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. I hope everyone had a fabulous weekend. We're waking up this Monday morning with the moon in Sagittarius. And in the middle of the night, it's trying Jupiter. So we're waking up feeling a little bit hopeful um, and feeling maybe a little bit of passion with our purpose. Not so much lost, but we could want to like wander lust as well. You know, not get lost, but we want to wander lust. This week, what we have coming up, this is Venus moves into Gemini tomorrow. Uh, Tuesday the 11th, technically right after midnight. I think it's like 12.47 a.m. And then the sun will conjunct Jupiter in Aries tomorrow evening. So tomorrow's kind of a big day, and that's really the the fuel for this week is uh, Venus and Gemini because Venus moves into Gemini, and then right away, a couple hours later, it trines Pluto, which is an Aquarius, and then at the end of the week, Venus squares Saturn. So this is a little bit of the week of Venus, but Venus is in Gemini, the detached, mutable sign, so that makes it a little less harsh, whatever's going to be happening, but I, it's going to be mostly good, to be honest with you. And the sun conjunct Jupiter. There's a lot to talk about that with this week. Um, reminding everyone to follow me on social media, Cosmic Colleen across the board with one C in the middle, though, with Cosmic Colleen, one C in the middle. Last week, I'm sorry for those of you who follow along with a lot of my astrology posts, especially on TikTok um, or my videos. I w- my brother was in town with my niece and like I had said I think on last week's episode we haven't seen each other in a couple years and it was incredible and I just like you know I just let myself be we were in the moment a whole week with my niece and my kids and my brother and my family and now that I'm an adult and I have the reflection to understand that sometimes, especially when your family spread out all over the country, my brother lives in Los Angeles, that you don't always get to have those great family times, you know, and before you know it, a couple years can go by. So it was really important for me to, to stay present in that moment with my family. So I wasn't really posting anything. That is why. But New York was incredible. We went, My brother was here. We went to New York for a couple days. That was awesome. I'm trying to think. Something like really crazy happened in New York. And I'm going to share the story. Then we'll talk about the astrology. Um, and it kind of went with last week's full moon. Like there's a lot that happened with last week's full moon. But um, like protecting my family, my niece, we were walking around Central Park and you know, New York is always full of life with characters. And I see this man, I'm six foot, so he must've been six three coming towards us. And he has an open puffer jacket and no shirt, totally unzipped, no shirt. And it's like 70 degrees outside in New York City. And my brother's 10 feet ahead of us because that's what he's doing. I'm behind and I'm wa- and the kids are in the middle. I'm like making sure, you know, the mother bear watching the kids as we're walking. And all of a sudden, the guy comes over and he stops and puts it like kind of slows down and puts his hand right on the top of my niece's head. Man, I literally, I punched his hand so fast. Like Mother Bia, I said, get the F off. Don't ever touch my niece's head. Get the F, get your hand, the F off of my niece's head. And I punched him. I was like, don't you ever touch her. And then he like looked at me and I glared at him. And I almost, honestly, I, this is not a proud moment, but I almost also punched him in the face. But he kept walking. And I'm happy I didn't. When my brother heard me yelling, he turned around and saw it. Um, and then the guy scurried off. But like, what a total creep. I don't know why I felt like sharing that story. It just came up right now. Um, thinking about like the craziness and my niece was really upset about it afterwards for those she didn't quite understand you know she has autism she's autistic so 
she was just like, I don't, why, why? She was really, you know, she is a little bit of like body, like don't touch me. And she was so distraught over it. And she just wanted to call the police. And I'm trying to say, you know, I protected you. We can't really, the police, it's gone. We're in New York. There's no use in calling the police. But it was really a kind of a crazy story, you know, in New York. I always feel like every time I go to New York, there's always some sort of crazy, but never that, never like an, not, I mean, technically, I guess that would be an assault. You know, you touch someone when you're not supposed to do that. But it was an incredible trip. And last week, the full moon, that's what I mean. There could have been like some protection of the family you know like jupiter was like uh uh-uh. jupiter and aries i was like no way bro i'm taking you down <laughs> no way bro okay let's jump into the astrology i want to thank everyone again who continues to support this podcast the best way you can support this podcast right now i'm fully self-supporting i don't have any i don't ask for donations i have nothing i fend all for it all i'm asking is for you guys to rate review it subscribe share Tune in as much as you can. Comment on my stuff on social media that's related to astrology. All of that stuff helps get this podcast out. And I know a lot of you do it all the time for me. And like I always say, I'm eternally grateful. You guys own me. Very grateful. All right, let's get into it. So like I said, the moon is in Sag, trying Jupiter. And I'm actually... I'm starting a one-month cleanse. You guys will be hearing that a little bit right now. And I woke up. I'm not eating anything till 12. And it's a full mind, body, soul cleanse. So it's not just the food. It's like the meditation. It's everything. No caffeine. So right now I'm sipping on some hot water and lemon, which is very good for the body. That I do know. And it's something I've always wanted to do. Now I force myself to do it. So tonight, after midnight, technically tomorrow, Venus moves into Gemini. And I love Venus in Gemini, honestly, because... It kind of like opens us up. It opens up our joy, our pleasure, our mind, and our horizons to something greater or bigger than itself. And I'm looking at, hold on, I was looking at, sorry for the pause. I was looking at my like recorder, you know, I have the roadcaster, and I looked down and I was like, wait, is, is something missing? But it wasn't. It looked, one of the lights wasn't on. I'm not sure why, but something looked missing. Sorry for that distraction. See, very G- Venus and Gemini. You know, me and my Gemini vibes, I get very easily distracted. But we're more open to to being more open-minded when it comes, like I said, to our joys, pleasures, and loves. This is a time if maybe you are scared and you're normally like, oh, I'm not going to do a static dancing, you know? I'm not going to do that guided meditation, sound bowl healing. I have no idea what that is. It doesn't sound like me. Now, when Venus moves into Gemini, though, you might be all of a sudden more curious, more open-minded, a little more confident. Um, Venus takes on the Gemini properties. When a planet moves into a zodiac sign, it sort of takes on their energy. And so with Gemini energy, it's very detached. It's very fun. It's very open-minded. It's very curious. It lets things go. It can be a little mischievous. It likes to be kind of silly, and it can be, um, it likes to stand out, right? The Gemini energy, it likes to stand out. The weirder, the crazier, and the more, like, you're judging a Gemini, the more they love it, if you've ever, if you've ever noticed that. They kind of, with Mercury, the mind, it's like they like to stand out with the mind, and, and however that looks. They want to stand separate. They want to be different. They almost, like, they view because they're so mental Gemini's same with Virgos you know that mind they sort of feel like they're always separate from everyone else because they're always thinking and they're watching other people and thinking for them as well so like I said there's a very quick fun and I don't give a fuck vibe to it 
also, by the way, on last week's episode, my son, my older son Abram was listening and he said afterwards, you know, you said a lot of F words on that episode. So, you know, so for you, hopefully there wasn't any kids listening or you guys didn't mind, but sometimes I can't help it, but drop those F bombs. But the I don't give a fuck vibe to it. So you might go out strutting your stuff and naturally feel like you don't care what other people think. So we're going to take on, we're going to harness that confidence that Geminis tend to have. Um, if you, again, they might have insecurity on the inside, but the outside they project quite a confident because they like who they are and they like being different. So we're going to take a little bit of that. And this is a great practice, you know, and again, the energy is on your side for it. If there is an outfit you get scared to wear that you want to, if there's a trip you want to, if there's a type of practice, a spiritual practice, if there's something out there that you are too nervous to do, or you feel like you're going to look like an idiot, act like an idiot, just all those insecurities are coming up, do it. This is your sign to do it, to take charge and not care. My favorite line is when I'm on my deathbed, when I'm dying, Hey, I'm not going to be thinking about what anyone thought, so I need to not think care about it right now. And B, the only people that I actually will care what they think are going to be there beside my deathbed. So anyone else can, you know, politely go F themselves if they don't like anything, which is what I always say. Um, we break out of our mold with what we like to do. Again, we may feel bored all of a sudden. Gemini energy can get very bored easily. So we look around and like, I'm bored with my exercise routine. I'm bored with, you know, what I do on Friday nights. I'm just bored. So now I'm going to do something else. But we'll have, it's not just bored and then like being lost. We're bored and then we're going to make choices and decisions that are going to help us um, open up our our mind and break out of that status quo or break out of the mold that we've been in and trying something new. And maybe this could be a return where maybe like a couple years ago or a year ago, maybe even the last time last year, Gemini was in, um, Venus was in Gemini. You maybe tried something, but yet didn't really try it because, oh my God, I went out on this outfit, but I only went out for three hours because I didn't like the way I felt and I came home and changed. And again, that's like an easy example, but that something along those lines may happen again. If you get what I'm saying, okay, now you're going to be more confident and you're going to be ready and willing to do that. We start to enjoy communication within our relationships. So it can be a little bit exposed um, where there's lack of communication, where we need more communication. We can also come together and all of a sudden start communicating freely and much easier with our partner. And we can also seek out those deep conversations to really like kind of turn us on and seek out that, you know, I always say the best thing is like sitting at night for hours and talking about the realities of the world and the theories and the minds and all these things. That's like my favorite thing to do. And that is definitely very Venus in Gemini vibe, seeking out those conversations, whether it's lovers, friends, family, that is going to be filling your mental cup for sure. So we start enjoying communication again. My Gemini Risings, I think you guys are going to be embodying sort of like um, a new look, but only through falling in love with yourselves again and channeling your mind, feeling confidently, confident again outwardly, but really falling in love with yourself and having that good self-love care. We're going to get sexually stimulated through the mind. When Venus moves into Gemini, like I said, it's not going to be... Um, oh, that person looks good, let me just sleep with them. It might be more like, oh, I met this guy reading a book at the bookstore and then we sat for two hours and we chatted and then I'm going to, you know, now I really want to 
be with this person because my mind is stimulated and all of a sudden I'm turned on by them. So being turned on by having our mind stimulated and being a little coy and a little cooch, you know? And, and again, we'll find in general joy within stimulating our own minds. Now, whether that's um, reading astrology books, reading anything that is very interesting. Gemini likes to know a little bit about everything and otherworldly things. So finding that stimulation through uh, a new practice, a new understanding, a new theory, a new class, sound bowl healing, all those things will stimulate your mind and will and will give you happiness and also lead you to new ways of communicating. There is a little, when Venus moves into Gemini, there's a harmony in our communication. So tomorrow when we wake up, we'll have Venus trining, we'll wake up with Venus trining Pluto right away. Um, when Venus trined Pluto, if you remember at the end of 2021, there was actually a big conjunction. Like Venus went retrograde and then it conjuncted, um, it was retrograde for like almost two months, I think, maybe like seven weeks. And then it conjunct Pluto twice, like once leading up and then once going backwards, like leading up to it and going backwards. So this can be like a final finale. Um, when Venus conjunct Pluto, we saw a little bit of our shadow selves and, and our inner child shadow selves when it came to partnering and relationships. And and so now we're going on, I guess that would have been 16, 17 months later, uh, Venus enshrining Pluto. So all so now we're seeing the message, we're seeing the, de- the delivery of those, um, I guess, what? how am I trying to word this? So... We saw our shadows, we saw our bullshit, we saw all of that when Pluto was conjunct Venus 18 months ago, 16 months ago now. Now it is trining Pluto and it is in Gemini. So we're able to see how we grew through those shifts, those relationship changes, as well as embodying um, the love that our inner child needed or embodying, you know, finding power in those inner child shadows that we saw, I think will play out. So what I guess I'm saying is we're going to wake up tomorrow feeling kind of powerful within, um, our aesthetic within ourselves. You know, we're going to wake up just feeling powerful within, um, a divine feminine, masculine energy, feeling powerful in our love and our friendships. And then the way that we seek out those joys will feel pretty powerful. But then at the end of the week, like I had said, we have Saturn um, squaring. It's on Friday. We have Saturn square, or it's Thursday, Thursday to Friday. Saturn, Saturn is squaring Venus. So we, at the same time, we feel powerful, but then we're met with a challenge to um, fight through with our power that we just learned. So we're going to be met with a little bit of a Venus challenge. We have Saturn and Pisces, Venus and Gemini, my mutable sign. So we automatically know it's it's not something that's going to stay stuck for quite long or, or be hard to move through. It's going to be something that um, we're going to see the stuck. We're going to see the challenge but we're gonna have the confidence and the strength to um, persevere through that challenge and through that block. I would say with Saturn uh, squaring Venus in both Gemini and, and Pisces will be like a block around communication. Someone's not really hearing what you're trying to say to them or they're not accepting that. Same with uh, vice versa and being lost, you know, just again, lost in communications with love, with 
person, with a friend, with a family. Yet it, you know, it kind of like assists to, you know, agrees to disagree. When you're in those mutable signs, it's not something that's going to be forever. It's more just sort of a lost communication. And then you might try back later instead of saying, oh, I just, we can never do this. We'll never do this. You know, you'll say, okay, right now it's not working. We're met with a challenge, but we'll come back later and reflect on this challenge. And that's where the mutable energy is opposite the, the more complicated energy. So then I said, we have the sun conjunct Jupiter really taking over this um, in Aries. And Jupiter's getting ready to move out of, out of Aries into Taurus. So this is going to be the, the final finale, the final show, I feel like. The really like the final tick of Jupiter in Aries. Things come to a head here with sun conjunct Jupiter in Aries. Now... There is going to be good, but within this conjunction, it's a blend of energies. Sun, Jupiter, Aries, there's a lot of brand new fast beginnings. They've taken place over the last year. There's a lot of beautiful stuff. But right now, Mars, which is Aries' ruling planet, is in Cancer, where it is not working at its best. So we have to take that into consideration when looking at Sun conjunct Jupiter in Aries. We need to take in the fact that Mars is not happy over in Cancer. And Mars is a little dramatic and Mars is feeling and Mars is erratic as well. So things come to a head at home. That's what I'm saying. We got Mars in the home family. We got Mars in the home front right now. We got Mars really reflecting on our home environment, our instincts, our own emotions. And things come to a head. And uh, things come to a head with feelings, with emotions. We might all, you know, we might feel um, power and passion coming through us all of a sudden. And we might act out on that power and passion. We might feel over like whelmed with emotions and not sure exactly what we're feeling but we're so overwhelmed with them these are sort of a little bit of the darker parts of sun conjunct jupiter in aries so um family feuds can definitely come out of nowhere but this is like an accumulation this is like a final round so if a family feud comes out of nowhere, you, it will also be settling something. So it's just not going to be like an aimless fight where everyone's like, F you, F you, I hate you, blah, blah, blah. It actually is like it's coming to a head and it's important head so you can finally settle something. So the final, the final, feud, the final <laughs> feud settling. You're going to be able to have that final settle. You're going to figure out what the problem is. But at first, it might come with a little bit of like intense passion, maybe some yelling, some other things like that. But you will be able to settle whatever drama is coming up or whatever issues have been playing out for this last year. A story of fast growth and abundance and abundance that will be happening all of a sudden. Now, we've had this story of fast growth since last year, last spring, when Jupiter originally moved into Aries. And there was a lot of, if you had been listening to this podcast, there was a lot of like a fast growth and then a pullback. We kind of lost that growth to then like we came back to the growth and with a new momentum, a new headset and a new mindset and a new thought, like how are we going to persevere forward with this new plan of action? So something... Now, um, like the accumulation of that fast growth can happen. So something grew fast. We retracted. We went back to the drawing board um, and continued to grow. So now we're going to see the accumulation, the final accumulation busting out with abundance. 
Now, when I say abundance, I don't just mean money. Abundance in everything. Abundance can be, you know, having a, you know, a ton of coffee, having a ton of love, having a ton of clients, having a ton of workers coming to work for you, having a bunch of people interested in your book, in your business, in your idea, in your passion. All of that is abundance. It's anything in excess. And when the sun conjuncts Jupiter, there is a sense of a big abundance, like a busting of abundance, like a, an overpouring of abundance, especially kind of in in Aries. So, um, but with some fast growth as well. It's like something all you're you're like. Here's a good example. You're this is for my Cancer risings because you guys have tenth house Aries. I've just thrown this example out there. This is happening in your career house where stuff has been playing out, maybe some drama, you finding your power in the career house. And this week, it's gonna, boom, conjoin the sun and Jupiter and there's gonna be a shining light on the work that you have just been doing. There's gonna be an award. There's gonna be like, hey, I've watched you for this last year really bring this up. Now you are going to be the head you're gonna be running this program now. So like really fast growth, something coming that is very big that you just have to kind of take on. And maybe at first it gives you some anxiety because we got Mars not happy in Cancer right now, but you're gonna persevere forward. Um, I think for the most part, other than Mars isn't Cancer, so we really got it. we can't discount that. We really can't discount that. Overall, this is gonna be a pretty good feeling week though, I will say, you know, for the most part. So, and any, any big issues that come out that are not good and drama, like I said, will be settling something. It will be important because it will be settling a previous issue. Uh, we're going to be seeing the success of the first layer of work we put into something. If this past year you've been really working on yourself, a project, a community, building, some sort of resource, you are going to see the first layer of that success. Like, oh, yes, this is all working out. Um, a shift change, a quick shift change in a family dynamic can also happen. Um with that uh fast and quick luck happening just in the nick of time like someone's been waiting you know their rents due all their bills are doing but they know they're owed money and they know they're owed luck somewhere they know that their good karma's on the side so this can come out of nowhere like i said a fast quick luck happening in the nick of time that then just kind of saves your path that good luck that expansion like holy shit thank god i got that money out of nowhere thank god you know that person signed that you know agreed to let me sign the lease um, just in the nick of time, but it saves you in the nick of time. You're also going to feel really on fire with your visions, your ideas, your quests around your path. You're going to feel like, this is it. I know exactly how I need to move forward, what the purpose is, what that looks like, and I can move forward now. Um, your purpose can also come front and center with this transit. So maybe you're not sure what your purpose has been. Maybe you've been a little bit lost, but with this transit, it can be boom, dropped into your lap front and center. Like this is what you need to do and where you need to go. And this is the wisdom you need in order to conquer. And the wisdom that you've been learning over this last year is going to be very present. It's going to come out of you easily, like like swift, easy words. Um, also, the final hump before smooth sailing can happen, that final lodge to really stop you, remember? However, with however, we're going to feel that we're going to know the wisdom we need to conquer and to get over that um, hump. And we're going to have the faith 
And then that faith will grow that wisdom and that wisdom will grow the belief. And that belief will allow us to embody these energies and understand even deeper the laws of the energies and how we actually work. So, so trust that, trust the wisdom that's coming to you in order for you to conquer something. Trust that there is going to be faith at the end of this final hump and there will be smooth sailing. So your passions are coming to life and you, um, also one final thing about this transit can happen. You can feel very negative about something. Again, Aries can tend to be a little bit of a dweller and we got Mars and Cancer, you know, it's signs. So with the Sun conjunct Jupiter, even though overall it can be a busting of positivity, it also can be where we feel very negative about something and very ugly about something. However, we will see the silver lining pretty fast, you know, or maybe we call someone up and they give us, they give us the come to Jesus. We're saying, I'm feeling so horrible. I'm feeling so negative about this, blah, blah, blah. And they give us the truth that allows us to see the silver lining and we can move forward in that silver lining. That is for the week, my friends. That is for the week. This week would be a good time, like I said, to really focus on your passions, your purpose, but also if there's any lack of what is holding you back. If you don't have any more determination to work out, to exercise, to eat healthy, to take care of yourself, to work on your patterns, to any of those things that make our soul, mind, body, and soul connected, um, this would, and if you're feeling like, damn, I can't, I don't know why I can't get jump started, then that means this transit is happening for you to reflect on why you can't get jump started and what do you need to let go of. That is so important. Well, I hope everyone has a fabulous week. Thank you again for your support. Thank you again for following this week. I'll have back, I'll be back to my um, astrology content and having more of that. I hope everyone has a beautiful day. Thank you so much. I love you all and goodbye. Thank you.